0: So there is already a question and we'll start with that and uh, the question is about war and all that we see all around, death, destruction. So always uh, when we have to… there are two ways of understanding life. Uh, One is that if you want to understand what is happening at a large scale. You understand it at a its miniature level. The same process is happening at a miniature level. That's how people understand things in a laboratory, isn't it? And then they apply it. The other way is when you want to understand something at a miniature level, like what's happening in my life. Then you apply it on a larger cosmic level and see what's happening. It is very sobering and I'm not entering into its details, but if there's a question we can understand it. But uh, another aspect is, if we bring in jnana, for jnana, only for knowledge part, we have to, for the moment, all these sentimental reactions that come instantly, we have to quieten it. Because without that, as we read, the sunlight is scattered into restless waters. So when we become quiet, not react, then we see what is to start with. What is the problem with war? There is death and destruction. There is pain and suffering, isn't it? That's what we see. And it's sudden, it's massive, so it hits us. So what happens at the most cellular level, let's take an example with which you can connect. A child is born, and is born through the doors of suffering or joy. Paradox. Child brings joy. But it is born through pain. Nature gives us enough hints. All pain is the labor pangs for something waiting to be born. Individually, collectively, you can apply it anywhere. If you are experiencing pain, then something is wanting to take birth, something is feeling stifled inside. And we are not willing to look at it. And it will keep on crushing you till one day you break free and say, Yes, I want to breathe. So this one part... Nature gives a hint. After a child is born, so the child goes through, why children grow very fast? Because they are full of wonder. Isn't it? They start with this idea, I don't know anything, but I want to know everything. Everything, they touch, they feel, they smell, everything they want. And then when you, uh, we are in a stage of youth, we are always looking forward. Youth is defined by that. You want to go forward, you want to further, whether it be achievement, anything, you want to go further and further. Then unfortunately, middle age, we want to settle down. This disease called settling downitis. (laughs) Settle, I want to settle down in comfort. Then old age, you are looking for somebody to do seva for you. You may not need it, but we are doing. So what is happening? Now Mr. Death walks into the home. Because, now let's understand this, there is an urge, thrust for progress inbuilt within creation, in the child. And so it grows, grows, because everything it wants to know. It starts with this idea, I don't know. Unfortunately, the university gives him a degree and he develops the illusion that I know. I know. So his first thing is that his progress starts slowing down. Still there is something to achieve, something to look forward to. Now this pressure from within to take forward. This is the Vedanta we are reading. Divine is constantly taking us forward. It's a mighty ocean which is pushing us to exceed ourselves. Pushing us to exceed ourselves. And then after some time we say, ho gaya. What has happened? Will become slack. It gets stuck in the past achievements and past glory sign of youth is always you are looking forward for the next thing you got to sign of old age is I'm sorry but you know why? because now your consciousness is falling backward it is unable to move with that tremendous current with which the world is moving forward so we even say it is not moving forward because it's not according to my idea, my wish it's our idea moving forward is <laughs> Because that's how we grew in that generation Our idea of best is that We don't realize that our idea of best May be much less than what best should be And I can give many examples But just to keep it short Plenty of examples To the contrary That our ideas how they are ignorant Why they are ignorant? They are based on an egoistic Ignorance, because of which we believe that's what is the yardstick. So when we are unable to move forward, the body and the mind begins to break down. It's a process of nature. Why? Because there is something in us which is going to move forward. The soul within. Your body and mind can't follow it, it will break down. The soul is free, takes new form and comes. This is the process of rebirth is an evolutionary process, nothing to do with reward and punishment. You covered this much journey, rest remained as a dream. So one comes back, chases the dream, then still another dream, so that's how it goes on. Generally speaking, there are many exceptions, I know, children also die and things like that. Each of them we can understand and explain, once we understand this basic principle in nature. The same applies to groups of humanity. There are groups which are stuck in the past and they don't want to change. Past was fine, beautiful, but it has to evolve. So those groups also begin to disintegrate. They become sick, literally sick and their sickness spreads like a contagion to everybody and they need to go and nature creates ways and means for these groups to go. There have been like that, faraos. You know, faraos, if you go to the culture of the faraos, they were, it was at one point of time very similar to Hindu thought, in certain ways. They also believe. in fact, even terms like Vishnu ki avatar hai, Raja jo hai, all this, even the terms are very close. But then, after some time, they became feudal kings. So Moses come, faraos collapse. What happened in India? Chandragupta Maurya who the whole Dhananand that empire collapsed a new way of life emerged did it emerge without a war? No people went through the challenges new way of life emerged in India fortunately why have we ever wondered why Sanatana Dharma based civilization has survived everywhere else all the past religions have been destroyed in Egypt In Greece, in Rome, right up to Afghanistan, everything got destroyed. Persian, why it survived in India? Because we understood this, that death and life are a cycle. So because we understood, we knew how to re-emerge, bring new forms. But we kept the spirit intact. This was the beautiful thing. But there are cultures which are... Stuck in the forms and they've forgotten the spirit. There was a spirit that gave birth to that particular culture and its own time it was valid. But when we focus too much on the form and forget the spirit, we die. In India we had found a new formula. In India this happened. So when Karma Kanda became very prominent in the Vedic religion, so what happens? Suddenly you see Upanishads came up. They brought back, the needle back to jnana Again when ritualistic sacrifices All this came up, Buddha sprang up Who is Buddha? Buddha is very much a sanatani He, used, he uses the word Arya He uses the word Arya for those who are noble It's everything He uses the word permanent So Advaita also uses the same term But we regarded him as non-Vedic Because he broke the karma He said I don't accept that and he found his own path, which is wonderful. That is part of the Sanatana Dharma. So again India went through. Whatever its plus and minus effects were there, it's a different thing. Again when we went down, we see Shri Krishna comes up. Of course Sri Krishna comes earlier, but I am just saying, Shri Krishna comes up. When again we had gone into this Karmakant. So within India there was always a tendency, even now Sri Bindu, tendency to refer back to the spirit and take a new body and a new form. But in other cultures, religions especially, because they got stuck to an old form and they would not change. Therefore it got, it is destined or doomed to be destroyed. What is being destroyed? Their bodies, the form. Spirit can never be destroyed. It will come back in a new way. Something more beautiful and it is good. Sadi, Gali, Sabhita... What happened during the time of Mahabharata? They were Bhishma, Karn, all these people were there. But what had happened? Why Shri Krishna used the word siglani? They were doing all puja part for sure. Because they never understood the real sense of Dharma. He, Bhishma, he stuck to his idea of my pratigya. Dronachar to his own advantages, Khan to his own selfishness, Duryodhan to his own ambitions. And they won't allow Yudhishthir and others to come up. So they have to be destroyed. There are efforts which have been made to change. Say, Say, for instance, what happened in Islam? Sufism came, it was a very good thing, which could have changed. Even, you know, Shia... Now you see what's happening in Iran, isn't it interesting? Iran and Lebanon, are Shi'as. Generally, Shi'as do admit a, uh, you know, growth or progress in some way. Now they have become hardcore. See the way things are going. Kashmir, it was all largely a very Catholic culture. But what happened? Entire Wahhabi Sunni thing and it destroyed. Not only Hindus, Buddhists, Christians, everybody were destroyed there. So at some point nature will bounce back. And it has its own, as they say, when you sow the wind, you reap the whirlwind. It is a grace and a blessing for a civilization which is refusing to progress to be destroyed. That's, it's not something new. And this, is, this happens everywhere. If today India gets stuck into only the past formulas and forms, and doesn't bring out its spirit toward the future. That's why Shorubindu is so important. Shorubindu has taken that spirit of the Vedanta and Indian thought, but he has taken it to another level toward the future. What Krishna did, same thing. That's why Bhuri Shrava could not understand Krishna and he even abuses him. That you are a corrupter of youth, their morals, all this. But what was Sri Krishna doing? He was taking dharma to the appropriate, to the new age which is dawning. So, this destruction and creation, they are part of one process. Chinnamasta, she destroys her head, but there is a Kamadevan Rati engaged in bringing out seeds of new creation. Shiva is dancing, year, but Tandav is also going on. We get appalled because we see it in a small, this thing of time, and we see those gory images of children and you know, crying, but… See, um, it's if you look at it, even the present war context, hasn't it exposed the hypocrisy of the nations? It's necessary. Hypocrisy of the United Nations. Who will do this? God has to do the dirty war work of cleaning. He has to soil his hands in blood. Somebody has to point out, look here, you are claiming to be impartial, but you are... Con- You are totally biased in your viewpoint. So we see this happen. All the nations today stand exposed. Now based on their stand, their future is going to be decided. Because unfortunately, the only reason why all this happens, human beings are given a relative free will. It's a relative free will, means it cannot have its absolute way. Why? Because through choices that we make, our future opens. Based on my choice today, today it may look very foolish, stupid, whatever it is, but that may open towards a bright future. I'm talking bright in the true way. So based on my choices, Swami Vivekananda had a choice to lead a very successful life outwardly. And he even goes to Mother Kali too because his family had problems and sri ramakrishna tells him you go and ask kali she will listen to you he goes inside to ask help for his uh, sister and mother and when he stands before her he says gyan dao bhakti dao vairagya dao he forgets what he huh? wants to ask her. but the choice so he comes back and sri ramakrishna asks him did you ask no no i forgot ha He had his own way. I am not going to say. Sri Ramakrishna can say it. (laughs) Ja, andar, ja. Half abusive term. Go and ask. He goes, again comes back. What happened? Gyan, bhakti, vairag. So see, he made a choice. Had he made the other choice, given his intelligence, he would have become a very top ranking, whatever, whatever, whatever. But anything but Vivekananda. Same with Buddha, same with Sri Aurobindo. With his intellect, he could have been like, now he's in a Cambridge professor or whatever, Harvard. With his intellect, just imagine. But he made a choice. So, this principle of choice applies to individuals, countries, continents, groups of mankind, because this creation evolves in freedom. In fact, all evolution can only be in freedom. It's a relative freedom, I understand. You can't uh, have an absolute freedom that I'll destroy the world. No, somebody will come and stop your hand. But there is a relative freedom because we are interconnected. So that relative freedom, we make a choice. And based on that choice, our path opens. Mother gave a message exactly 50 years back or maybe 52 years back. Men, countries, continents… The choice is imperative, truth or the abyss. And she even noted, she said about what may happen. People asked about Pakistan. In 71, she is saying it will split into five parts and they will want to join India. People laughed. Even five years back, people were laughing. How can it be? But, oh yes, oh yes, Ram Rachi Raka. So, destruction is a process of new creation. Once we understand this, our heart should be at peace. It is gory, all destruction. Nobody likes to see destruction. Can you build a new and beautiful house? Best is if you can make it, modify it. Yes, I agree. But for that, everybody should be willing. You have to still make some changes. Put beams, probably make it strong. But if you cannot then the only way is that you have this dream of a new house. You, Everything is never destroyed except in pralaya. That's why that pralaya comes. There is no need of pralaya. If humanity went with that uh, wonderful earth toward the divine, growing, progressing beautifully, there would be no pralaya. And mother has assured this time there will be no pralaya. They have assured this. Based on their own the truth vision that they have seen. Why? Because the power that is acting now will push human beings despite themselves. That is the power. The omnipotence of the divine is fully manifesting, not veiled, but open. And we can see that action. But still much will be destroyed. It's okay. That's part of, it should not have been. It's like why there is death. Body and mind are not able to follow the progress cards. So while it should not be yet, even this is a process of life. One day it will not be. But when it will not be? When we, there will be no external way of stopping these things. It has to be a change of consciousness. This is a message of the mother where she says, the future of the earth depends on a change of consciousness. And then she says, and the change is bound to come. But it is left to men to decide whether they will collaborate for the change. Or the change is thrust upon them by the power of crashing circumstances. This message was given to the society. So we see that power of crashing circumstances. Ah, push, please. Bat, please. please. Okay, good. But our two points.
1: The question is about uh, genuine, sincere, I may not say creeds. They have different branches. And every branch, most of them think that they are the they are the only boys. The rest all are. They won't criticize, they will not do propaganda, but at a hard the question is become exclusive.
0: That is exactly the problem. There is nothing wrong in different creeds or sects or religions. Exclusivity is the bane. So the movement and without
1: exclusivity, without exclusivity the, the total devotion of
0: to the... No, without exclusivity you can grow infinitely. See in the upnishadic yoga we had schools of thought, please bet no. But these schools of thought did not, later on they started fighting. No, they, they all... That you know, Shaivites and Vaishnavites they fought, they still... But because of the... Basic inbuilt something in Sanatana Dharma, even though you fight, you may think you are superior, but exclusivity is what Islam followed and Christianity followed. What we see in India in the cults is, mine is superior. Now, this is ignorance of course, because each stream has its own meaning. To me, God has come as Shura and the mother. But to somebody else, he may come as Krishna. Somebody else, he may come as Rama. Somebody else, he may come as Allah, for God's sake. Somebody else, he may come garbed in agnosticism. It's fine, there is no problem. But if I want everybody should follow Sri Aurobindo, I am giving that example like that, then there is a problem. And that was the problem for which Islam and Christianity are doomed. Christianity, fortunately has in it still elements which can spring up. Also because they entered into a rational curve. So, they left their own thing and they, they have entered. Now many of them will turn towards Sanatan Dharma. But in Islam, they are also big, turning towards this ex-Muslim movement has come up. But this is, exclusivity is the problem. This is the bane. Exclusivity is not synonymous with superiority. Superiority is bad, but not evil. Superiority is bad. Uh, Shiva is greater, Vishnu is greater. This has been going on. Sometimes there were some fringe fights also. <laughs> but most of these fights were in dialectics and debates. So you have Shiva Purana and Vishnu Purana, each claiming its own adherent. In Shiva Puran: Shiva is the ultimate. In Vishnu Puran: Vishnu, this is okay. But uh, that Krishna says, no, you would remember that phrase. Uh, yam, yam, vapi, smaran, as men approach to me in whatsoever faith so i receive them but problem is exclusivity I put it right on the any nation this exclusivity is not only in religion ideologies communism wants the whole world to become communist this is bad evil it wants to usurp the entire land masses and mankind and convert to their own belief Forget land masses even within their own country. They don't have freedom to follow their own. This is evil. This is bound to collapse. Because this is not accepted. Why Why not accepted? Why it is evil? Because it contradicts the first truth. What is that first truth? Eko ham aham brahmasmi The divine is in all and in his own way he is expressing himself. The moment you live with the idea of separateness and exclusiveness in life you'll be hit. That is what the ego does. Till a moment, ego has its way, but a time comes, the ego starts getting hit very badly. The man who lived all his life controlling his wife, his little children, one day his child turns back and tells him, dad just shut up. Because that's how creation is. You cannot continue like that. If you do that, you will get it back. Yes, you can say, I have my way, you have your way, I can explain to you that probably you are not doing, going the right way according to my understanding. You can also tell me that you may not be dead, you may be mistaken, that's fine, that's not an issue at all. That is to be celebrated in fact, differentiation, diversity. So that's what is the problem. In the heart, most, uh, at least in India, they think they are superior. Some become very exclusive but still they don't go about converting others some even have a little bit of that tendency but the aggressiveness with which we find in certain religions that is missing in india because of innate understanding they think hua hai to guru hai baaki that's okay that's fine nothing wrong because Guru Brahma, Guru Vishnu, Guru Deva, Maheshwara, Guru sakshat Par Brahma, I take it like that. He he should regard his guru as ultimate, and I'm happy when I see somebody. I've see, I've met people, uh, even I had strange encounters like that, where somebody asked me some um, uh, meaning of something which is only secretly known in their own sect. I told the meaning. That fellow was restless whole night. Next day morning he came, Go na ho, Aapko naamdan mila hai. Mani ka, Nahi mila hai bhai. Aap kaise jaan sakte ho? Mani ka, So jaanahi jina ramjanahi, so that's too much for, You know, I said, Hamaara <laughs> <laughs> da doozara background hai. I said, Why do you believe that? I appreciate, I respect, Always I respect. People have come and tried to convert. Even ki bhai, You um, have, so, spiritual minded, oh, you come to my guru. Once, very interesting thing happened. That happened in Delhi. CME, as an Air Force officer. Please come my guru and you will have this experience, that experience. I said, see, I am not looking for experiences for God's sake. So, he said, nay ne, but still, you know, my guru is very great. I said, I respect that. I don't want to discuss. I have found my path. Nei, ne, sari, bara all this. So, fir, dekho. I am not looking for experiences. I am looking for answers, which I have got. Said so, no, no. You tell me the questions. So, up, my Jitne which made me feel an agnostic because nothing could satisfy me. He didn't know. I had read everything of Hindu shastra and I had read about Quran, Bible, Jainism, Buddhism, and every. Western philosophy, Kant, Hegel. So I didn't tell him all the, answers. these are my questions and I didn't find the answer in any of this. Then he tells me, but these are, no, no, these questions only God can answer. I said, exactly, God has answered for me. So he said, what is the, and how he I said, see, there is on my table, you see these two books, The Life Divine and Savitri, I always used to keep on my table. I said, there, all the answers are there. If you want, I can, you can read it. I'll not give to you because you're looking Abhi for experiences some kind of mukti I don't want mukti he couldn't understand why you don't want mukti I said I don't want mukti in the way that I want to go away from the world I said I am not a coward the last thing I want a label on me that he was a coward who ran away because the world was too difficult to handle I said that's not what uh, my divine sense of the divine is so yes um, people try to convert sometimes but in India, we somewhere ultimately draw a line in respect. If that is there, that is good enough. <laughs>
1: it's good that you have know, been the point of the Ramad, Buddhism, Shankara, well, I have got some, uh, I will not say questions, no? Like Buddha and uh, Shankara, they are also, for some people they are… They
0: yes, are, they are, they
1: yes. Are the or they are even atlas. Yes. Now let us look at for two thousand years. If we say that that was okay at that time, yes, not relevant or it has lost its value. Right. But what happened to India? You say that we have lost concern for the matter. Yes. So, So, for its fifteen hundred or two thousand years, the soul of India was perhaps.
0: Okay, so far there are several things involved here. So I'll, I'll take all of them one by one. Buddha and Shankara were very much relevant at that time. At the time of Buddha, there were kings like Dhananand. Not that we don't have one now, but you know, karm Khand and complete desire Buddha was needed. And Buddha is still relevant in the Western world. See, Buddhism could never take roots. Buddha is still relevant and that's why in the western world they accept. Why? Because he presents it in a way that seems good for the rationalist. He, they keep on harping on anatmad, anathmavad. But it is not Anatmad the way we understand. The nirvana of Buddha and the advaita of Shankara, they are one and the same thing. Though they fought with each other. Shankara in fact wanted to establish Vedanta because Buddha was considered as avaedic. Now I am not going into that historical thing. So he wanted to affirm, but he ended up affirming again this idea of moksha as liberation from the bonds of birth. They forgot the isha upanishad. Sambhutiya sambhutiya stadvedo Saha. So there was something which they missed out. That, well, birth is the limitation of the infinite into finiteness. Out of his own choice, for a certain purpose, leela. So Sri Krishna comes and sets the ball right. Lok sangra etcetera. etc., he himself has actually answered Buddha and Shankara. Now Buddha's Buddhism, typical Buddhist, a staunch Buddhist does not believe him, in him as avatar. There are, they don't. They in fact go to the extent of even uh, like even it, Islam in its original form. They don't have uh, even a grave of uh, Muhammadji. So they destroyed all forms including their own. Um, so, they don't have… It's only in India now, Majid, masjid. there is no Majid in those places because it's not supposed to be there. No music. We talk about Sufi music but in Islam, hardcore Islam, there is no music. There is no art, no painting, no joy of life because life begins after that. Blow yourself up or you die, then life begins. So, whatever it is, so there were different uh, points required. You know, it was an extreme barbaric place probably and it was required at one point of time so the typical buddhist doesn't think of return of buddha but the mahayana buddhist uh, and to an extent theravad but mainly mahayana looks forward to the return of buddha because somewhere there are seekers in every group so there are seekers who would have questioned that well buddhism as a system is incomplete so they look forward to coming of the mahayana Amitabh buddha Even in uh, Islam, there is the conception of Mehadi. You know, this evolutionary aspect was there, it destroyed now, nobody speaks about it. In Christianity, there is the talk about return of Christ. In India, we always believed in Sambhavami, Yogi, Yogi. Why? Because time is moving forward. Parshuram is also avatar. And for Hindu, it is very easy to understand. And Buddha is also avatar. Both are so different. Rama is also avatar, Krishna is also avatar. What is the difference? It is the epoch of time in which they have manifested. There will be certain teachings which are eternally valid. Whether it be Buddhism, whether it be Islam's original thing, whether it be Christianity, everywhere you have to conquer your desires and ego, No, there is no path except uh, Rajneesh who took the Marga of tantra and made a mishmash out of it. But otherwise you have to go through, you know, these are basic fundamentals, so you'll find it common in everyone. But then there are many things which were according to the time and the age they lived. There are many practices in Islam which are stuck in a warp of time. Burka for example. Why? Because obviously women were unsafe. From whom? From the fellow-fellows. Many marriages, all this was there. Now if you carry it today, you are archaic. But in India we understood that things evolve. So that is the idea of Sh- Sambhavami Yuge Yuge. If I say I am Parshuram, there is a movie also, This was a movie like Narsingha or something. I mean, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> a South Indian movie. Narsingha, another is Parshuram. Where you you saw a person massacring everybody, <laughs> left, right and center. No, we are not that. Yes, Parshuram is God and he has done wonderful things. But today I can't become Parshuram and take my talwar and go out and kill people. Now, Hindu understands it. He follows the Gita. Because he understands that this, this evolutionary aspect must be emphasized in Hindu thought. Because we also may get stuck in a time warp. We must understand that Karam Kanda rituals have their importance. But the core, the soul of Hinduism is not these rituals. The soul of Hinduism is Vedanta, not Brahmanas, not Aranyaks, not Samitas. So, time to time, always in Hindu thought we have these uh, fresh waves which have come up. Fortunately, we have accepted this evolutionary principle. This not to say that we should convince anybody that Buddha is that time. Perfectly fine. There are plenty of Buddhists who want to follow. Buddha is fine. No problem. But whenever there is an impersonal discussion, supposing for knowledge's sake, then I would not say Buddha is in that period of time. I would say it is incomplete. Something is missing. The sense and meaning of world. That is missing in Shankaracharya also. The sense and meaning of this world. First time we see the sense and meaning of this world is in Sri Krishna. Lok sangraharth. There is nothing that I have to gain. And in Sri Aurobindo we see not only the meaning, the eventual consummation of this world. So there will be people who want the greater answer and shesh prashna, And for them it is Sri Aurobindo. But those who are satisfied with, it's perfectly fine. Same with moksha. Moksha is freedom from ignorance. What is that Ignorance. It has nothing to do with birth and non-birth. Ignorance is that I am this limited ego. I am Dr. Alok is ignorance. So that's this little personality, that is ignorance. This body is ignorance. This doesn't mean I discard it. These are my instruments. The body is instrument, it's not me. The inner being, inner personality with its thoughts and feelings and will is my inner personality. I must clean it up, make it beautiful. But it's not me. So, this is the difference. So, evolution. Now, again, not everybody is ready. Not everybody should be called. And that's why in this, Windows and mother's yoga, very clearly, no conversion, not trying to convince anybody. Because somebody may not be ready and you can't give a truth which is uh, of this dimension. So, uh, yes, I suppose I have touched upon. <laughs> if there is somebody else, yes. Somebody asked. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> ah, yes, you can ask.
1: Yesterday we were discussing
0: about Maya, right? Okay. So, if Maya, you know, this is an obstacle in the journey of transformation. Maya is an obstacle in the journey of transformation. Uh, not exactly. Abidyamai Maya. Ignorance. Everybody should get it. But Vidya may Maya is going to help us.
1: But when we see in all society
0: that Vidya may Maya is specifically yes, it simply means that the egg is not ready to hatch. But how we can
1: make sure that we are not driven by
0: that? No, we should be careful about ourselves. Somebody else is not our business. Which egg? Some eggs are dinosaurs' eggs. Some are, you know, batukki eggs. Each each egg is its own hatching time Its own hatching process Its own future For us we should see Every egoistic selfish thought We must get rid of it Express way Everything that clouds our consciousness Makes us restless Anger Lust Fear Band of spirits enemies Greed Lust can take various forms Lust for power Lust for gold Lust for women Lust for anything Position, spiritual position. Position of authority. Senior sadhak, superior sadhak. Chairman of Sri Aurobindo society. Anything for that matter. Or department head in the ashram. Anything it could come, any door. All that is avidya maya. We should get rid of it. Within us. And if it is within us, we are the loser. Nobody else. If it is in others... That's not my business. My business is as a sadhak to get rid of it within me. If I am given a charge of somebody and somebody is deliberately like a student to a teacher, then perhaps at most one can point out. But mother was very clear about it. Never try to correct others. Never try to change others. Never try to judge others. Never try to criticize others. You can have your views, you must have your views. Discernment is important. But don't try to criticize others because it's their business, their evolution. They are going through their own phases, stages, multiple stages we have seen. Somebody is still at the vital level. He needs to be taught, as Swabindhu said in one of his letters, what I write to X applies to X and not to Y. To somebody who is intel indulgent in with his impulses. I may say, sit tight. On them, eat less, sleep less and you know various things. Even he may advise isolation for some time. Thoda to, to somebody else, I may advise just the opposite. I may say eat more, sleep more, be happy. So we don't know that evolutionary process in others. So unless somebody specifically asks and if we are in a position and then too we should say once and then leave it. It may hurt us because things may not be going our way. But this is exactly what we are here to conquer. I may feel bad about, let's say, group life, more specifically. I may feel that the center or a society center or ashram is not running the way I believe it should run. And maybe I am right for that matter. Still I must not interfere. Maybe I may express... In my letter, what is my viewpoint as a yagya, ahuti. That's it, it should stop there. This my ahuti in the yagya, this how I feel things should be. Because why divine has put, whoever the divine has put, wherever they have put, there is a purpose behind it, which we may not understand right now. Purpose individually and collectively. And this, all this I am saying with deep experience of all this. Like perhaps uh, most uh, youngsters, I was like... Or to correct the world and you know. How can you do? This is wrong. So, <laughs> activist of sort. Including JP movement. Fasting pe bed gaya. Ek din jail chala gaya. Jaloos nikala Robin Hood play kia. Ameer logon ki gaadiyaan ke Sugar ke bore utar ke. Garibon ko diya rahon. Ye sab karke. At the end of this realization. Now I understand that there are people who need to go through that stage. It's important. So this is how one and since we don't know the entire journey, best is not to. Even Sri Krishna doesn't interfere. He goes to that extent. He says, dedo. That's it. See similar situation in Israel. Israel kai karabiya muja, mevara bada chodo pangani lena hai lo log kehte ki they occupied why did that happen because constantly in the beginning there should have been two states finished khatam ho jata hi na country ki boundaries ban jati aapne wo loose zone why because you want to take over the entire country so you kept on needling and these people if you needle they will give barcha. <laughs> they are they should have known what is going to come so barche aaye aapne suiyan chubayi unhone barche barsha aaye So, this is where we have to understand and there is a place given to each one and he has to do and when divine wants, the person will go, everything will change. I have seen this happen. If you feel bad about something, offer it to the mother, pray for light within and pray that things should change there. That is the path. And if you are put in that, direction, then you should act based on your highest. Supposing you are put, let's say, in a committee, you must voice what you believe is the true thing and right thing. But then whoever is the decision maker will make the decision. I am saying on a very wide canvas because in Air Force, everywhere we face these situations. That's how this world goes on. Each has their role to play and based on their role, they will evolve or go back and this is their problem.